0: If you took a mercury filling, it's about a half a gram. It's about 500 milligrams. If you ground it up real fine, put it in a lake, a 10-acre lake. If the EPA came and tested the fish and the water, they would put an advisory on it that you shouldn't eat the fish because one filling in 10 acres is enough mercury to actually poison you if you ate the food that was in that lake.
1: Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Hey, thank you so much for being here today. I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. And today I have a very special guest and we are digging in to everything associated with the mouth. Dental infections, cavitations, root canals, and how that could be causing your autoimmune disease, how that could be causing your gut issues, how that could be causing your tight muscles and in joints, believe it or not, the mouth is the root, the root cause of where all of your problems are starting. And I have had such a hard time finding someone to actually talk about this issue because I think it's such an important issue. And I will tell you that on gut testing, I find that this needs to be referred out to a dentist about of the time, but I have not been able to get a single dentist on the show to actually talk about this. So I finally found somebody that was courteous enough to talk about this, and his name is Dr. Minkoff, and he is a leading physician. He's a best-selling author, athlete, and a devoted family man on a mission to help people optimize their health and vitality to live a prosperous life he is the founder of lifeworks wellness center one of the largest alternative medical clinics in the us and body health a nutritional company offering unique range of dietary supplements he has a diverse background as a board certified pediatrics a fellow in infectious disease and an er physician the co-director of a neonatal intensive care unit he is also the author of the best selling book the Search for the Perfect Protein in an Expert in Hormone Replacement. Thank you, Dr. Minkoff, for joining us today. I'm super excited to have you here. And I, looking at your bio and everything that you are doing um, is a very functional medicine approach to your practice. How did you spin off from, you know, pediatric world and ER world into this other world?
0: My, um, I was, so I, I did pediatrics and then I was an infectious disease doctor. And then I was doing emergency rooms. And my wife got interested in nutrition. She's a nurse, but she got interested in nutrition and performance nutrition. And I was doing Ironman triathlon. So I kind of got interested too. And she started going to lectures of various guys. And there's a very famous um, nutritionist named Jeffrey Bland, and he was a nutritional biochemist. He had worked with Linus Pauling, and he was working with Betagenics, which is one of the supplement companies. And he was helping them formulate products, and he would go around to give lectures on interesting aspects of biochemistry. And so she started going to his lectures, and she was really excited by him and she dragged me to one of the lectures and then I got excited about him too. Um, at that time, she had decided then to get the mercury out of her teeth uh, because she learned that mercury in your teeth isn't good. It can go in your body. It can make you sick and she went to a dentist who is not really trained to remove it. This is middle 90s and he drills out I don't know 12 or 14 mercury fillings with no protection and six weeks later she starts. Sort of manifesting autoimmune disease type stuff. Thyroiditis, hepatitis. I'm in the emergency room. I know all the good doctors. I send her them. They evaluate her. She's got some kind of autoimmune disease. We don't know what it is. Um, one day she wakes up with a weak arm and oh, is this you know, part of this autoimmune disease? And it was just like, a, what's going on? And the suggestions that the doctors were giving were either, Don't worry about it, or let's try steroids or some stuff like that. So she's a nurse and she owns a home healthcare nursing business. And sort of a dentist moves into the same complex that she's in, and the marquee says natural dentistry. So one day I go to pick her up from work, and we're sort of in the middle of this whole thing. And he's walking out to his car, it's the end of the day, and I just approached him and said hello and introduced myself. And um, I said, well, what's natural dentistry? Uh, Cause I'd never seen that before. And he said, well, most dentists that are working have this, are educated such that they don't feel that the mouth is actually part of the body. That it's something that you can do something in that you would never do in the regular body, like put mercury in. Now, Some of you, your audience may know this, but if you took a single mercury filling and took it out, it is about 50% mercury, which is a liquid. And they add uh, silver, copper, tin, zinc. And they get an amalgam, which is a mixed metal sort of goo. And it hardens, but the mercury is still 50% of it. And if you eat hot things or chew, Mercury at room temperature is liquid, but it boils at 110. So, you know, a hot cup of tea or coffee might be 160, 170. And if you put that hot temperature on mercury, it will boil and it will off gas. And you can get it in your throat and in your palate and you can swallow it and it can affect your gut. And one mercury filling. Now, mercury is very toxic. Like it's very toxic, especially to the nervous system. So if you took a mercury filling, it's about a half a gram. It's about 500 milligrams. If you ground it up real fine, put it in a lake, a 10-acre lake. And then there were fish in there that would eat the vegetation and so forth. If the EPA came and tested the fish and the water, they would put an advisory on it that you shouldn't eat the fish because one filling in 10 acres is enough mercury to actually poison you if you ate the food that was in that lake. So it's very toxic. Now you have Dennis putting in, she had 12 or 14 of these fillings in the surface area of not 10 acres, or if there's 12 of them, you know, like 120 acres in the in a mouth, which is like <laughs> not, not any acres at all, not even a portion, okay? And there've been experiments where they put the mercury fillings in sheep and then they sacrifice them three months later and the mercury's in their heart and it's in their kidneys and it's in their brain. It does move, it does come off, it's proven. Okay, so anyway, he said, that would be a reason why you wouldn't put mercury and that's so natural dentistry, we don't do that. He said, you never put mercury. They used to have very dilute amounts of mercury in contact lens solution. They took it out because it's toxic. They used to use bracuricome, which is Merc, was the mercury part of it, as a wound thing because it will kill stuff, but you don't see it anymore because it's toxic. So everybody except dentists knows that mercury is toxic and should not be put in the body in any form. Okay. So same with root canals, and I think you you mentioned we were going to talk about this, but no dentist leaves in a dead infected organ. You know, the guy comes to the doctor with a gangrene of his toe. The toe has got to go because otherwise the toxins from the bacteria that are in that toe will get into his body and they will kill him. The same thing. uh, Someone comes in with a bad bellyache and they do, and they, a surgeon opens up the person and they find that there's a portion of dead intestine, the blood clotted somehow before it got there and the intestine isn't getting a blood supply or it's twisted on itself and it doesn't get a blood supply. You have to take that out because it's gangrenous, it's infected and it's dead and you can't leave that kind of stuff in a body. And unfortunately the mouth is sort of forgiving and you don't feel symptoms, but it's poisoning you nevertheless. So he says, that's our, that's, that's, that's natural dentistry. So the materials that we use are, we try to use things that are as, as compatible, as biological as possible, so that we don't poison people while we're trying to fix them. So I said, well, listen to my story. My wife, blah, blah, blah. Fillings taken out. Now she's got all immune disease. And without hesitation, he said, Oh, she's mercury toxin. There's no question about it. But there's no one in this town that's going to help you. And you better go to Seattle. There's a guy in Seattle, he's real smart. He does courses for doctors, you should go there. And I went there and I learned a whole bunch of stuff from him. And I came back and he says, here's what you do. And I started doing that and she got better. We're like four or five months, all of her symptoms went away. And our friends are sort of watching this and they're calling me like, well, I've got ulcerative colitis and I've got rheumatoid arthritis and I've got lupus. And can you help me? I don't know. I've helped one, you know, this worked once and I'm, I'm doing emergency room stuff. You know, it's heart attacks and, and, and hip fractures and, you know, old people on too many medicines and, you know, every now and then a car accident, you know, whatever it was. But in the nursing agency, she had an extra room and she said, uh, and so I said, well, I'll, I could go there like Tuesday afternoons. Why don't you come over Tuesday afternoon and we'll just play? And I have the stuff that I used to test and I can order some lab tests on you. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I started to treat people as more or less a hobby. I wasn't charging anybody anything because I wasn't really sure I, I knew what I was doing. And people started to get better. And it just mushroomed. Within a few months, we had to actually rent a space. And we rented the space. It was 3,000 square feet. And we hired a nurse practitioner. We started doing, we went and trained and did chelation. So we started doing chelation. And then it just like it was it was like it was too much, so we moved to where we are now. So we have nine thousand square feet, and then we added another three thousand square feet, and then another three thousand. Now we need I need more because I got fifty employees, and um, you know another doctor and two nurse practitioners, and it's so it's there, there. There's a need for this kind of medicine because we actually find out what's wrong with people, and there's a lot of people walking around that need help. And they're not getting the right answers, so that's the longer story of how I got into it.
1: I love it, and you know, one of the places you were on that I actually saw you, which was an incredible movie, was called Root Cause. So, with Root Cause, I think that that actually brought dentistry and how much the mouth actually affects people, um, you know, systemically, right? So, you know, if you have, say, a cavitation in your mouth or a root canal. You you talked about a root canal being dead tissue. And then with a cavitation, every time I say cavitation, I hear the same thing. Uh, cavity? They don't people don't know and they don't correlate what a cavitation actually is. So right. can you go into the story of the movie and can you talk about these infections in the mouth and how they affect the rest of the body and what we're what you're seeing with that?
0: Yes. So, about probably four years ago, it's a Friday afternoon. It's about five o'clock. They're ready to shut down the switchboards at my practice. And they get a call from a guy in Australia. And he says that it's really important that he speak with me because I saved his life and he wants to talk. So they call me and, okay. I'll talk to him. So he said, you don't know me. Here's my story. I'm a documentary film producer. I live in Australia. One day I was walking through a park and I saw a guy kind of manhandling his girlfriend and it was looking kind of rough for her. So he said, I walked over and I said, hey guys, chill out. And her boyfriend stood up, punched me in the face, broke off my front tooth. And I went to the dentist, I had a root canal done and I thought everything was fine. But over some months, I started to feel more and more fatigue and brain fog and sort of generalized pain and weakness. And I started going to doctors to find out what was wrong with me. Like I think he was early thirties, late twenties. He wasn't very old guy and he had been fine. And he went to many, 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 many doctors who all examined him and did their routine blood work and couldn't find any reason. And then he was sent to psychiatrists and and they, you know, okay, we can try something on you, but they weren't any luck. He even went to some shaman He went to some faith healers. He was desperate for help. No one helped him. So he's not working. He's in bed. One day he's surfing through YouTube, and he sees a video that I had done on the connection between dental problems, especially root canals, and systemic illness. Now, I had learned this from a Swiss doctor who in 1998 had come to the United States and he did a two-year course in what he called European biological medicine. His name's Dr. Thomas Rao. He's one of my like one of my best teachers. And he said he had a clinic in Switzerland where he had six doctors and six or seven dentists. Like he said, the dental, like people who are sick who have problems with their teeth, there is so much work to do that with the seven doctors or six doctors, you needed six or seven dentists just to keep up with the work. Uh, Because people who have mercury fillings and these things called cavitations, which are places where teeth were pulled, but the bone never healed in. So there's like a cavitation is like a cavity that is a closed area within the bone of the jaw that is like a toxic waste dump for the body. And that can happen usually with wisdom teeth. Sometimes it happens with premolars if someone's had teeth pulled for orthodontic stuff. So he said, uh, I saw that video and it was like, well, nobody's thought of that. So he goes to the dentist, he gets a specialized X-ray, it's called a cone beam CT scan. So normally when a dentist does an X-ray, it's two dimensional. You know, they put that white card in your mouth and then they take the picture. So that's two dimensional X-ray. A CAT scan is a three dimensional X-ray. You get the tooth all the way around. And so I went to the dentist and I had this cone beam CT scan. And they found that my front tooth that had gotten knocked out, that had the root canal, had an abscess. You could see the abscess in the jawbone. So I had the tooth pulled and it healed up and my symptoms started to go away. And I get my whole life back. So he says, I'm thinking. Like, maybe I'm not the only one that's ever happened to. And I'm a documentary film producer. I want to make a movie. That's why I'm calling you. I want to take my film crew and come to Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> and I want to do a documentary film on this subject.
1: Someone asked me the other day about gut issues and what next steps they should take. And I realized taking the next step and realizing what's going on with your body can be stressful and complicated if you don't have the right information. So I've decided to create a gut health webinar in a digestible format so you can walk away with practical tips to transform your health. You can watch it right now at DrAnnMarieBarter.com. This gut health webinar will walk you through one, two, and three, so you can solve the issue. The best part is, It's totally free. So go ahead and watch and download the gut health webinar at drannemariebarter.com.
0: So he came here. And so that's why I'm in the movie. And Dr. Thomas Rao happened to be in the U.S. on a lecture tour. He's in the movie. Uh, Joe Mercola is in the movie. Um, You know, there's a few couple of dentists that have been prominent in this field and they're in the movie. And it's a documentary, it's an hour and 15 minutes or so on the subject of dental problems that are not suspected causing systemic illness. Now, what happened with the movie is it's really well done, it's really good, and Netflix picked it up. And it went viral on Netflix, like many, many, many views. Enough views that enough dentists saw it, Who then called their trade association, which is the American Dental Association, who then put their attorneys on Netflix to say, You are telling the public false information. And it is just like someone in a movie theater who shouts fire when there's no fire. You have no First Amendment rights to do that. And since what you're telling people is false, Netflix, if you don't take this down, and they included iTunes and YouTube, we're going to sue you. And they didn't want a legal battle over this, and they took it down. So if you want to see the the film, you have to go to the guy who made the film. It's rootcausemovie.com. It's really good. Now, he charges you $6.99, I think, for the movie. It's worth the money. And if you have a chronic unsolved illness that is in anywhere in the, in the area of autoimmune type stuff, chronic fatigue, Lyme, you and you have root canals, or you have lots of mercury amalgams in your mouth, or you've had teeth pulled, it's worth the three hundred bucks that it is to get the cone beam X ray and have it read by a dentist who's clued into this because dentists are actually trained to not see it or to say it's normal we always see a little abscess or a little clearing at the tip of the root like that's normal but i can tell you that actually i have this here and i want to read this this to people because it's it's so it's so impressive now this is from thomas levy who's a board-certified cardiologist. He's an MD. He's also a lawyer. And this is from the actual dental literature. So he says, over 5,000 consecutive extracted root canal teeth. So these are 5,000 in a row. They didn't pick and choose them. These were were root canals that got extracted, were examined and analyzed. 100% had pathogens, so those are bacteria or viruses, these are nasty bugs, and highly potent pathogen-related toxins. He says, if there does exist a non-toxic root canal-treated tooth, it remains to be found and reported. There are none. They're all infected. They're all toxic. Of note, Normal teeth extracted for orthodontic purposes, like you have crowding, your wisdom teeth don't fit, they pull them. They don't show any toxins, they don't show any pathogens. So he says all root canal treated teeth continually produce toxins as the bugs grow and live there. Root canals have been identified as infected, that have been identified as infected, have funguses, viruses. 460 different types of bacteria, they're toxic. Now the dentist I work with here, always after he, if I send the patient over there because I find that they have a toxic root canal and it needs to come out because it's making him sick, on every one, he will do a little biopsy of the bone right where the tooth is sitting. And 100% of them agree with this it shows infected dead bone 100% of the time. So there's no good root canals. There may be people who have particularly strong immune systems who maybe don't have problems with it, but I, I even doubt that. One of the most interesting things, and this was actually published in Circulation, which is the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Now, if you talk to any cardiologist, or any dentist for that matter, there is a very close association between deep pocket scum disease and coronary artery disease, people who get heart attacks. So everybody knows deep pockets, there's bacteria in there, the bacteria get in the bloodstream, they go into the coronary arteries, they cause inflammation, you get cholesterol and calcium blockage, and then you get heart attacks. This study in circulation, the American Journal of Cardiology, Compared people who had root canals, and what was their incidence of heart attack over people who didn't? And your chances of having a heart attack after a root canal are 540 percent increased versus if you pull the tooth.
1: That's incredible. It's huge.
0: Yeah, That's incredible. the number one killer in the United States is is heart attacks. Okay, 600 and something thousand people a year die of heart attacks. 540 percent increased chance of a heart attack if you have a root canal. Now, if the dentist did did like real informed consent, you know, like informed consent,
1: your appendix <laughs> is hot. Real informed consent. So. Yeah, you know, like
0: your appendix <laughs> is your appendix is burst, and we have to do a an appendectomy, or it's hot. Now, there's a one percent chance of death of infection and anesthesia and blah, 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 blah. But if we don't take it out, you're gonna die. Okay, cut me, do it, okay? Now, if the dentist sat you down and said, okay, you got a root canal. I mean, you got a tooth, you got an infected tooth, and it hurts, infected teeth hurt. You got an infected tooth, I got two choices. So I'm the dentist talking. I got two choices, patient. One is I can pull it, it's done, okay? You won't have a tooth, unfortunately. Maybe you get uh, one of the newer age implants, maybe you get a bridge, you know, you, that can be fixed. Or I do a root canal. Now, basically, on the root canal, what I do is I drill it out. It kills the nerve. It kills the artery. It kills the vein. The bacteria that are living in the little canals that are in the teeth, they're still going to be there. And they're going to live. And now you have a dead tooth that's infected. And we call this gangrene. This is a gangrenous tooth. It's gangrenous pulp. The pulp of the tooth is gangrenous. Okay? That's why they cause all the problem, because they... These toxins go into your body and they cause all kinds of problems. So if I do that, you will feel good temporarily. They don't say temporarily, but temporarily. And, And the teeth will look fine and it won't hurt. But your chance of having a heart attack are increased by 540%. What would you like me to do? Well, I think you better pull the tooth and we'll figure out what to do cosmetically to get it done. Now here's, listen to this, this just came in this week. So this is a guy, I saw this guy last uh, last um, September. So it's about six months ago. And I saw him and he came in with, with chronic pain, chronic fatigue, chronic brain fog. He's a typical patient for us. So I tested him out and I sent him over for the cone beam because he had some root canals. And they showed abscess. And I called him back and I said, Here's my dentist. Go see him. These are bad. They gotta go. He said, Okay. Never went. Okay. I saw him back a couple months later. I've got him on a treatment program. He's getting IV ozone and vitamins and minerals, and we're doing our whole thing on him. And it's not moving very well. Like he's not really very much better. Okay. And then I said, Come on, teeth, you know, come on, this is big. Okay. So three months later. Have you gone to the dentist? How are you doing? Uh, I'm a little better, I'm not really better, okay? So I don't think I can help you. If you don't go to the dentist, I actually feel bad because I feel like I'm wasting your money because the root of your problem, root cause is your teeth. And I think if you don't do your teeth, I don't think I can help you. I don't think you're gonna get better. And I don't think anybody else can help you either because he's already been to a dozen doctors, okay? So he goes and does it, okay? And three weeks later, I get this note from him. He says, I've had my root canals removed a few weeks ago. must say I feel amazing. They were 100% what was causing me pain, fatigue, muscle tightness, Posture imbalance, and just an overall miserable quality of life. It sucks. It had to be my two front teeth. But given how I feel and how good I feel and painless now, I don't even notice. I'm so thankful for Dr. Minkoff and the work he's done to put forth the awareness on this issue. Had it not been for the root cause documentary, I would still be in pain, wandering in circles. Please let him know how amazing I feel today. Thanks to him. I've had, I have hundreds of these, Mm -hmm. literally hundreds of these.
1: You know, I, I completely agree. And I would say, I personally had a cavitation in my mouth. I, after I had a root, after I had my wisdom teeth pulled, I ended up with dry socket that was pretty bad and it persisted and uh, I had low-grade issues for a long time. And I think that sometimes that's why we get into this field. And I just had chronic low-grade IBS. And my my Hashimoto's markers started to creep up. Like I was about to go over the threshold for Hashimoto's. I'm like, something else is wrong because I was doing all the steps. And then ta-da, lo and behold, I found a cavitation in my mouth. And there you have it. I mean, and I can tell you, I see some form of dental issues. And about, about 50% about fifty of the patients that I see, I have to send out for dental work and for root canal, all of it, it's at least in 50% of, of the patients. So I w- I think it's a huge problem. And you're right. If you don't fix that, you do not fix anything. You don't fix their autoimmune, you don't fix their gut, you don't fix anything, nothing. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. So when you are saying, I just want to just gently touch on, and what are you seeing downstream? What are you seeing in the gut itself? You're saying that this is causing fatigue, brain fog, I'm sure sinus issues. Um, what are you also seeing down lower in the gut?
0: So 100% of our pa- of the patients that I see, which are mostly chronically ill patients that are, you know, the average one has seen 13 doctors. So. Um, 100% of them have gut problems. Um, they all have leaky gut. They all have bad bugs. They all have uh, overgrowth of yeast or parasites or other things. Um, and they almost always have low digestive enzymes. They have low hydrochloric acid and they don't digest their food. And many of them are in a lot of medicines which are gut damaging as well. So virtually 100% of the When I start with them, their gut is my first focus because I have to get their gut right, which means I have to get their food right, which means I have to get them off their medications. And, And then I can start to rebuild their body from their gut. All the people that have depression and anxiety and sleeplessness and memory loss, they have bad guts. And one of the things that maybe I can tie into this is that many people are they don't digest and absorb their food because their, their their gut is not good. And so they have severe, really nutrient deficiencies. And if doctors that are doing panels, you know, Metagenics has, or, or Genova has panels for vitamins, minerals, amino acids, essential fats. You find that these people, not only do they have this load from the outside of Chemicals, pesticides, bad teeth, Lyme, other Epstein-Barr, all these other things that they've accumulated from the outside. But their basic body structure, they don't have vitamin A, and they don't have vitamin D, and they don't have amino acids, and they don't have essential fats, and they don't have CoQ10. And it's not that their diets are so terrible. It's that their gut is so terrible that the stuff is not getting in. And one of the things I found, and this was true of me, and that's how I got onto this, is that, and it's hardly ever talked about in nutrition circles, is that many, many people are amino acid deficient. Now amino acids are the building blocks for body proteins. So if you eat a steak or a piece of tofu, the body has to break that down, or eggs or fish or some protein source, that the body has to take those proteins, which are complex, long chains of amino acids, and it has to break them down into individual ones. And then those individual ones can be incorporated into our body, and then our body reassembles everything. So calm muscle goes from thousands of amino acids per muscle fiber, down to thousands of individual amino acids. That's what happens during digestion. And then those amino acids, cause the cow protein is too big. Your body won't, won't sort of breathe in or accept cow protein. It will only accept it totally broken down. So it gets broken down into these little pieces called amino acids. The amino acids get absorbed by the body. Then those things go to the cells and they say the muscle cell is gonna make human muscle out of cow muscle, but it's gotta break it down first. So um, if you test people, if you, too, if you do a Genova panel or, a, or even a LabCorp panel of amino acids, fasting, what you'll find is that probably 80% of people have, a, even 90% of people have amino acid deficiencies. And mostly it's because of their gut. But if they're vegetarians or they're vegans, they're just not getting enough protein from what they're eating. Uh, nothing against those people. But... They, they do not get enough protein. And there are a few of them that have the right gut bacteria where they can actually make them, like a cow would make them. Like a cow can eat grass and build a cow. But a human, most humans can't eat grass and make a human body. But there are some people that have the right bacteria where they can make these amino acids and they can do it. But it's very, very, very few. Maybe one in a hundred. Everybody else just gets deficient. And then they lose their muscle mass and they get tired and their hormone levels go down and they feel terrible. Uh, So I started investigating amino acids about 10 years ago because I I do triathlons and I injured myself and I couldn't get it to heal. And when I measured my my blood levels of amino acids just by accident, I found they were low and I thought maybe this is my problem. And I started formulating different combinations of amino acids. And when I formulated the right blend, I healed and then i had my best performance ever and i started then testing people in my clinic and almost 100% of people have amino acid deficiencies and so we started giving them amino acids and i got a story yesterday she said i have never had nails that were any good they would break they would be short and she she emails me a picture of her nails that are and she said look at these spikes they're hard as rock and i've never been prouder and then I'll get someone from another woman that'll say, you know, you're costing me a lot of money with your amino acid product. I used to be able to get my hair done every six to eight weeks. And now I have to go every four to five weeks because it's growing too fast and it's too thick. And I, and then you're to blame, you know, with this smile. <laughs> so sometimes people have amino acid deficiencies because, and it leads them to be hypothyroid. And some of them, It means that they're exercising, but they're not getting any benefit from their training. Some people it's because they can't sleep and they're depressed or they're anxious or they're nervous. And when you measure their neurotransmitters, you know, serotonin and dopamine and epinephrine and GABA, those are all made out of amino acids and they don't have them. And so they don't make them. And the whole detox system is amino acids. And some people are slow detoxifiers. No, they'll walk in bed, bath, and beyond. They'll get a whole whiff of all the plastics that are off-gassing in there, and they'll be sick for hours, or they'll brain fog for hours. Their blood-brain barrier is made out of amino acids, and their detox systems are made out of amino acids, and they don't have them, and so now they're super hypersensitive. So these are like really important things. And uh, so I wrote a book on this. It was an Amazon bestseller. It's called The Search for the Perfect Protein, If you go to my, 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 I have a company that makes this stuff and you could get the book for free or you can buy it on Amazon. If you go to the bodyhealth.com, you can download the book for free and read it. It's all about the gut and absorption and amino acids. And I think with all the information you're giving people, I think if they look into this, they will find solutions, which are really helpful for them.
1: Yeah. Well, Thank you so much for being here and sharing just all of your knowledge. I think that folks will go check that out and we'll put that in the comments section below and in the links. And so we can link to it so people can easily find it. But thank you so much for just being here and sharing your amazing knowledge. I, I could talk to you for hours <laughs> and we could go into all the other stuff, but this was just such a wonderful presentation on that. So thanks for being here today.
0: Great, enjoyed it. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne-Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.